Uh, welcome, 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 welcome to the Burgundy Gold Knuckleheads podcast, recapping the Jacksonville game, and with me as always, as expected, is my main man, Reggie. Yes, sir, man. What's going on, baby? Uh, man, you know, one thing I noticed right away before we even talk about the game, I noticed your your voice and my voice are both not where they normally are. <laughs> <laughs> man, I got to say, you're, you're right on that, man. My voice is uh, a little rough, a little raspy. I'm getting hoarse. And uh, uh, from all the yelling and screaming and uh, excitement, a little bit of disappointment there, you know, about the mid-second quarter into the third quarter and stuff. But, man, it's good. It's, it's a good feeling. But uh, my voice is definitely uh, not, not not in full season form yet. Yes, yes. And, uh, you know, the, the sports bar that we were at was, I mean, overflowing, jam-packed. We, we were pulling – people were uh, had chairs against the wall, didn't even have tables. Um, yeah. There, there was there – was, yeah, jam packed. So it was a great atmosphere uh, for for great turn, great turnout, great great turnout, great turnout. And uh, yeah. and and on, and on top of that, you know, you get an opening day win, and that's how you end up, you know, losing your voice, right? That's it, man. That's it. I, I can't imagine how how tomorrow uh, is going to be at work, but today, um, little raspy, but but you know what? For a good reason, man. I'll take I'll take a raspy voice coming off a W any day. Yeah, yeah, and 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 while we did end up uh, pulling this game out, twenty eight to twenty two, uh, there were there were definitely you know what, what you commented on. There were there were some uh, highs and lows, or or highs, lows, and highs, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, we 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 can never just win the game. We this is the way Washington football is. Yeah. It, it just it just just what it is, man. We always gotta have the dramatic comeback or we always got to pull out that win at the very end uh, we, we can never just go from start to finish and uh, p- pick up a W but we got the W man I'm not going to complain too much about it right right and that's, I think it's life in the NFL for the for the most part you know you have, you have some teams that uh, will, will get blown out or, or blow other teams out but I think if you look across uh, the 16 games and on any week probably at least 10 to 12 of them probably come down to the last five or seven minutes. It just seems that's the, the nature of the NFL today. And, uh, you know, it keeps, keeps fans on, on edge. Right. I, I know, man, but I'm, I'm, the older I'm getting, the, the less my, my heart can take these, uh, <laughs> these, these types of W's, man. I want to, I want a wire to wire win every now and then, you know, uh, help, help me, help me out. That, that would be nice. That would, that would definitely be nice. Um, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but it was I, good, man. It, it was it was a good time. I, I ain't gonna lie, man. It was to your point, it's a great atmosphere, uh, a lot of excitement, you know, for the commander era to begin. Uh, the schedule makers did us a favor, you know, by at least not starting us off against the Kansas City Chiefs, right? You know, or or a team out of the AFC West, you know, the Broncos, the Chargers, or something like that. We started out with a team that we technically we should beat. You know, um, we could beat, we should beat, and uh, we did pull it out. I know there's going to be some naysayers and some uh, some folks out there that are going to say, well, you guys shouldn't get too excited because it's Jacksonville. But I've always maintained, but if we don't beat Jacksonville, then what are you going to say? Right. So we took care of business. We did what we needed to do, and I'm not going to apologize for it. No, we're not, we're not be one, We're going to be one of the 16 teams after week one that are going to be one and no, and let's move on. Yep. I, you know, I, I, I agree with that 100%, 100%, 100%. Uh, 
Um, yeah, but when, when you have close games, you can always look back and go, you know, th- things that you can clean up, things where mistakes may have been made. Um, you know, just going over over some of the statistics real quick. Um, you know, Washington ended the day with 390 yards. They, uh, you know, wh- one of the things that stood out with me overall um, compared to, you know, as, as I look back and forth, and, we, and I'm not even talking individual, I'm talking as a team here right now, uh, third down efficiency. Uh, Washington did very well on third down efficiency, uh, 7 of 10, and they held Jacksonville on third down efficiency, 3 of 12. So, wow. Uh, you know, kind Way of, to go defense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, now the defense did give up uh, 383 yards, but, you know, it was when, kind of when I look back at the game also is Jacksonville settled for a lot of field goals to where Washington scored touchdowns. And right. it was kind of a I, – I don't know what this defense is going to be after one week, but, you know, the, the, the first week it was kind of a bend-don't-break type of defense. That's what the results were. I don't know if that's what the scheme is that Del Rio is running, but um, you know when it when it got down into the, uh, I'll say red zone, but just red zone or just outside of the red zone, the the defense tightened down for the most part. Right, right. Uh, it, it was good, man. Um, I, I said from day one, I was not going to overreact um, after week one. I I was going to wait to after week four. I, I right. figured between the first four games, there's going to be some highs and lows. But I think with all the changes, primarily at the quarterback position, getting to understand that we get a lot of guys back this year that we didn't have last year due to injuries or for whatever reason, there was a lot of key players that were not on the field last year. So we're essentially a new team. And I feel like when, when the starters don't play in the preseason, you don't show a whole lot. I felt like this team's going to need a few weeks to jail. And the season is set up for us work through that. We got two games that we should win for weeks one and two, you know, against uh, Jacksonville and Detroit. And then we get two division games with Philly and Dallas. And so I felt like after the first four games, I would have a pretty good idea how the team's going to be because they're going to have to work on some things to your point. Yeah. So, but it was, it was, it was, I saw enough during the game on the offense and the defensive side of the ball that gave me hope. It wasn't perfect by any means. But I felt pretty good about what I saw that they could build on that in week two. And that's that's kind of where I am. Yeah, and, and I agree. And, and you brought it up uh, at, at the beginning of, of your uh, uh, statement there was you know, Carson Wentz. Um, you know, for, the, for the highs and lows, I mean, I mean, I think to me, looking at, and, and honestly, it's not a secret that I've been uh, one of the more apprehensive fans about the signing of Carson Wentz and I think you know in this one game we saw the complete package of Carson Wentz we saw all of Carson <laughs> we saw everything right we yeah. saw I mean he we- went he went uh 27 of 41 for 66 percent completion which is a little bit higher than average for him uh so I'm, I'm I'm okay with that 313 yards four touchdowns two interceptions um, yep. that, that were both 100% on him and, you know, he, he missed some open guys and he, you know, the, the, the pass to Terry for a touchdown and a couple of the other, uh, passes that he had were incredible passes. Yeah. And then he, you know, he would throw a, a 
throw one, I'm not going to say into the dirt, but one that was not accurate, you know, over somebody's head. And then the next one, he would come in and just, I mean, be on the money, on the, on the dart, hit the guy in motion. Guy didn't have to break stride at all. Um, and that is Carson Wentz. Um, we, you're absolutely right, man. We saw, we saw all of Carson Wentz in that one game. He put it all on display, but I said it before during the offseason, man, what I saw, what I felt Carson would bring was we would have an NFL quarterback. He's right. got his work. You know, we, we, we've exhausted all of the, the, the reasons why for and against Carson Wentz, but nonetheless, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. I felt like he might have been a little nervous early on. Sure. Uh, people were questioning whether, you know, he would be able to bounce back from turnovers. And he did. I mean, he threw a, a nice long pass to Terry. He threw that ball down to Dotson. And to, to, to Dotson's credit, Dotson made an adjustment to the ball. The DB had his back. He never turned around. And Dotson does what Dotson does, man. That kid is going to be special. Yeah, yeah. It, um, it, it It's funny because, you know, the, the people that we were, you know, when we talked about, we, we, we talked about Terry and we talked about a few things. Uh, coming into the season, we, and really kind of one of the things we've been talking about for the last couple of years is, is having more difference makers, more weapons. And this, this game, uh, Curtis Samuel, to me, it's almost like his rookie outing, right? 100% healthy, uh, four rushes for 17 yards, eight receptions for 55 yards. You know, that's you know 12 touches. Um, and then Antonio Gibson, you know, kind of a we talked about last year about Scott Turner using him in a a total package type of format, and it was the same thing with him. He had 14 rushes for 58 yards, seven receptions for 72 yards. Um, right. You know the what is that? Uh, 21 and 12, 33 touches between the, those two guys right there. Yeah, yeah, and and that's the. The, uh, the flexibility that we saw, the, the different ways that the offense can attack, and that was one of the things that made people excited about. And that's why I didn't want to make a rash judgment on Carson Wentz because the guy was going to be coming to us and he had some weapons at his disposal. So, again, that's why I wanted to wait and give him a chance to, to work through some of that. Yeah. It was also good to see um, Carson um, utilize the check down. Right. He, I mean, he, he's checking the ball down to guys like, um, um, uh, Curtis Samuel and uh, JD a little bit out of the backfield and certain Antonio Gibson. Those some of those touches from Gibson were, were due to some of the checkdowns. And you know, people says that Carson holds onto the ball and goes tries to go deep every time. But it was good to see him do the checkdown when the play wasn't there. Check it down, live to see see another play. So it was good for me to see him do that. Right in that in game today. Yeah, and. Uh... I know it's still early considering that he hadn't been um, uh, participating in, in most of training camp, but uh, Logan Thomas, because of his limited amount of time, looked good. Uh, some, some, you know, a few uh, big catches and, you know, a nice big target for, for Wentz to hit and yep. uh, Wentz, Wentz utilized him. So that was good to see as well. Yeah, and that, that shouldn't come as, a, as no surprise to anyone that's seen Carson plays, he will throw the ball, throw the ball for sure to the tight end. And uh, so Logan's going to benefit from that, I think, throughout, Absolutely. throughout, throughout the year. 
But, yeah, it was good. It was good to see. I have pretty good faith um, in this offense. I mean, the fact they put up 28 points, I would expect for them to put up mid-20s um, throughout this year. Um, right. you know, ho- hopefully long, long gone are the 15, 16, 19-point games right. and hoping that we can pull the victory out, you know, kind of deal. So, so it's good to see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, w- one of the concerning parts that I have – um, you know, at, at, with this game in particular, is we were up fourteen to three at halftime, and Jacksonville rattled off the next nineteen points um, in the third quarter and the beginning of the fourth quarter. Uh, that was, you know, that that was concerning. That while Washington struggled to get in a in a rhythm offensively because of turnovers and Jacksonville, you know, making some plays, you know, scored four times in, in the, in the second half uh, for, for 19 points. Well, and that was around the time that the, <clears throat> the bad Carson went showed up, right? Correct. The turnover. Um, so the offense got a little stagnant. I mean, he had 171 passing yards in the uh, first half. And uh, I remember making the comment to you is, you know, we finished the game at the quarterback position with a little over 200 yards. And he had almost 200 at the half. Right. But, man, the offense went completely stagnant during the third and fourth part of the fourth quarter. Early and he had, one, he had, only, he had thrown, only thrown an additional eight yards. And right. it's evident because the offense was not doing anything uh, uh, during the second half of the game until, until he needed to. And he, he threw – he made two great plays to – to uh, score and bring the team back. So so that's got to be a confidence booster, not only for Carson, but also for the team. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. Um, and, and you know, to your point about the, the, the turnovers, I mean, you take away Carson's turnovers and, and, and the fumble by Curtis Samuel, you take away turnovers, period, in this game, and we are getting that comfortable cushion win that you're talking about. Correct. Right? right? Because – like I said, take away those opportunities, and and all those were short fields. I think every single one of those turnovers was around the between the hour thirty five to fifty yard line. Um, they weren't deep in our territory, but they were on our on our side. That's correct. That's correct, man. And so, and then Jacksonville was able to convert. So kudos to Jacksonville for you know for making the play. I mean, they right. do have the number one pick in the draft. Um, from a few years ago um, behind center and Trevor Lawrence. So, yep. you know, they also got their prize, another prize rookie and uh, Travis Etienne, you know, got him back. They got, you know, Christian Kirk. I mean, they made some moves in the offseason. So they took advantage of the short field that we gave them. Yep. And uh, they scored some points. And that's when it made a lot of, a lot of, a lot of us nervous sitting in that bar and watching that game. But man, I, I got to give kudos. I know there's a lot of, haters and naysayers about Carson Wentz, man, but he held it together and he, he brought that team back and you got it. You got to give him his due just as, just as quickly as, because if he didn't make the plays to bring the team back, we'd be talking about the interceptions Carson made that lost the game. Well, he made those interceptions and he also made two touchdown passes to win the game. So give him right. credit. Right. And, and, and after he made that second interception, um, the next couple passes that he had, to me, he looked like he was like, I'm not going to say double clutching it, but I think it was on his mind of those interceptions. And, and it took a, a couple a couple passes for him to kind of 
put it behind him and start start flinging it around again and, get, get that ball, right? and yeah yeah and and then once he got there uh yeah he looked he looked good again and, and finished the game strong without a doubt he did he did um switching over unless you got anything else on the offensive side you switch over to the defense go for it uh, um for me on the defense the thing that stood out the most to me is the pass rush yep. um i'd be honest i don't know where Jacksonville's offensive line ranks, but the positive I took from watching our defense play was the front four seemed to do what we've been screaming them to do for them to do is rush as a unit, right? Collapse the pocket, not allowing the quarterback to be able to um, escape through a lane and keep the play alive. Our defense, the rush was able to get there and and apply some pressure and uh, get Trevor Lawrence on the ground flush him out of the pocket, make him throw throw it out of bounds, got a few um, where the, the rush got to him and there was some attention of ground there. He threw one, we got an interception. So whether they were sacks or not, the pressure from the front four rushing as a unit seemed to disrupt their offense, and that was good to see. Yeah, and I don't know how many blitzes Del Rio dialed up, but there were a handful of blitzes that uh, – it definitely put some pressure they were getting through. Um, I mean, if, if you're going to throw that that fifth and or sixth guy uh, in in a blitz package, you want them to have not necessarily to sack. I mean, you ideally you would love a sack, but you want at least the pressure there. And when he did that, the pressure consistently was there to to make Trevor get rid of the ball before he wanted it. Yes, that was that was good to see. Um. The other thing that stood out was, uh, I think for everybody, it was number 22, um, Derek Foster's safety. Got a chance to play. Um, I'm going to assume that's because Cam Curl was absent. But, uh, man, that kid, you know, I'd heard his name a little bit through camp. Right. Uh, but, you know, you're always a little concerned for the, for the backup guy. But, man, backup guy got in and made some plays. I think there were some calls that was called on him. It were questionable. But, he was breaking up passes, laying some, some, some heavy hits on people. You know, I think he's the one that grabbed that interception um, that Trevor Lawrence threw as he was flushed out of pocket. So it was good to see, man, um, um, on the defensive side. Yeah. The, the negative, I guess, would be um, just a little bit that we didn't hear much from our linebackers, man. The thing that's been a question mark uh, throughout the offseason, not a, not a lot of, we didn't hear Cole Holcomb and Jamin Davis' name called a lot, right? Uh, and that was that was that was again. I don't want to overreact. I'm gonna give it four games. Yeah, yeah. And and, uh, and to your point, as far as defensively, I, I agree 100 uh, percent. What what you talked about on the defensive line putting pressure, and again, I, I had commented on the blitzes, um, but I think from a secondary perspective, I mean, yes, they 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 put up yards and, and got some coverage, but our we didn't look like. At no point did I think that we were lost, right? Everybody pointing where I, I thought you had him. He, I thought he had him. I mean, we've we've seen that. Uh, we saw it some last year and more so the year before. Um, but you know, the the receivers um, for Jacksonville had to work to get open, and 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 when the passes they they did tended not to have long runs after it wasn't a catch and a long run. It was a catch and okay, I got you. Um, and not, a, not a lot of blown coverages either, right? We're right, like, man, I right. who, who had him? We didn't, we didn't see a lot of that um, today either. 
Yeah, and, and the um, and the, and the secondary was was putting, you know, putting their shoulder. Uh, unfortunately, helmet uh, the one time, but I mean they were they were putting some licks on the uh, uh, receivers and and backs when they when they were coming up to to uh, stop the play, whatever it was, whether it was a run or, or a pass. Um, there were definitely some smacks going on. Seemed like more today than a typical game for Washington last year. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Um, so again, um, not going to be overly too critical. These are just some observations, I guess, more or less. Um, but things that are correctable. Um, again, I'm going to give it four weeks before I get my full assessment of this team. And, and uh, let me let me interrupt you real quick. One one uh, credit that I do want to give, at least week one. Again, we're just talking week one. Um, Scott Turner, you. Other than the third quarter, I can't always necessarily blame you because the players have to do it. Uh, good game plan, good mixing up, um, good at setting up the players to get open and creative plays that we didn't see last year. So after week one, I got to give credit to somebody who I've been critical of, and Scott Turner did a good job. He did. Scott Scott did do a good game. Uh, clearly, he wanted to get uh, Curtis Samuel some touches, and and it was great. Um, to see, um, I suspect that from week to week, you know, it may be next week where Terry gets more of the targets and sure. there's little utilization of, uh, Curtis Samuel, but we, we have weapons, man. I, I just, what it is. And so I'm glad to see that. Um, so to your point, I, I agree. We've got to give some kudos to, um, Scott Turner. Everybody wants to see what he'd be able to do with all these weapons. Right. Um, the only other things I would say is an observation for the game is uh, the it, it was good to see the fans. Looks like a lot of fans returned to the stadium. Looks like a great uh, atmosphere, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't a lot of when the Jacksonville made a play, the crowd was rooting for Jacksonville. It was more of our crowd, our fans in the stands. So it was our crowd that felt like a home game. Absolutely. And so, so that was good to see. That was good to see. Um, and the only other thing I'll say, man, is uh, for Darian Mathis, um, I hope that his injury is not significant. I've not checked at the time we're doing this podcast. So if any updates have been given, I haven't heard yet. And I know Jonathan Allen got banged up toward the end of the game, but I hope that none of those injuries are serious and that we can, again, get these guys back and, and get be relatively healthy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Want to uh, yeah, keep everybody healthy. And if it, if it is an injury, hopefully it's a – you know, for a week or two or three, um, not a season-type end, ending injury for anybody, especially at this point in the season. Um, but, uh, you know, he, he went out early, and the other uh, people that stepped in for him uh, did did a good job. Yeah. You know, the, rota- yep. the rotation consistently did a good job for Washington at the, front, at the <laughs> defensive front line. And again, and that's where I will say, you know, that may be where the opponent may have played a role. It was Jacksonville as opposed to you know, one of the other, you know, juggernaut offenses where the backup might have stood out a little bit more because he was a backup, where in this case it was Jacksonville. So, the, you know, the, using the backup in that role may not have been too obvious right, uh, of right. a drop-off. Um, but, but, hey, man, all you can do is play who's in front of you, play who's on the schedule. said it before, I'm not going to apologize. I'm not no. going to apologize because we lose to these teams. People certainly let us know. So when we beat these teams, hey, we beat them. Yeah, yeah. I'm not that. So, 
So sorry, Duval. But my whole my whole speculation is as I predicted that we would be we would win the game. I had a confidence number of eight. And with that, I said that as long as we were one of sixteen teams with to be one and oh, that's what I was going for, and we succeeded. Absolutely. So I so, so, so I'm good for that. Yeah, absolutely. It was a, a good win, like I said, uh, starting out. Good win to start off the, the season. Uh, we celebrate tonight, kind of uh, uh, rest and tend to our bumps and bruises on Monday. Our, What's that? And our voices. Yes, and our, and our voices, yes. <laughs> the play, the players <laughs> and the podcasters. And, you know, come come Tuesday, the, the game plan is put together and – uh, start start looking towards uh the Detroit, Detroit Lions, yeah. That's it, man. And That's uh, it. yeah, Detroit uh gave gave uh the Eagles a, a run today, uh hanging up thirty five points on uh, on the Eagles. So uh, the defense better be ready. I I haven't looked into all the details of of their scoring, but uh when you when you hang up thirty five points in the NFL against anybody, uh, That's right. The defense the next <laughs> week better get ready. And their quarterback is Jared Goff, right? The the, the outcast from the uh, L.A. Rams, right? Now in Detroit, and somehow that offense put up thirty five points. So again, to your point, I haven't seen the game. You know what did Jared Goff do? Was it the Philly defense that let him down? I don't know. Right. But at the end of the day, that offense was capable of putting up thirty five points on 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 a team that most people predicted to win our division. And so we better come ready to play in Detroit. And that is their home opener Correct. in Detroit. So they're going to be rocking and ready to go. And so we're going to have to show up, man, in enemy territory, be ready to go. Uh, Ron, Ron will definitely have these guys ready and can't, can't wait to look at it. Uh, our, our next podcast will be a, uh, looking deeper at the upcoming game with uh, Washington playing Detroit. So uh, stand by for that within the next couple of days. But uh, you know, until then, you got anything else for us, Reggie? That's all I got, man. Uh, that's all I got. And uh, till the uh, next podcast, peace out, knuckleheads. Peace out.